Hey everybody, welcome to The Score. This is the 16th episode, I believe, of The Score, uh, the Team Rope and Journal's new podcast. Not new. Not new. Not new anymore. Uh-uh. Well, <laughs> I hope you guys still like it. It's not new and shiny, but I think you're all still listening, so that's awesome. So this week, we have another special guest. We have Whitney DeSalvo, who is the now back-to-back healing world champ in the WPRA. She is um, a hero to very many, even though she would never admit that or she sure doesn't act like it. No. no. Very humble. She's very humble. Um, and as you will hear, it comes out loud and clear without trying to in this interview. Um that's kind of one of the things that I've always loved about Whitney and has always just impressed me so much is how, you know, she's not trying to be anything but the best she can possibly be. Mm-hmm. And she works so hard at it, and she's going to school, and she's hustling, and she's in the gym, and she's just doing everything she can be to be um, the next great healer um, and not next great healer with anything before it, just the next great healer, period, um, and the next great healer that she can be, so... I love it. I love Whitney. I'm so excited. Um, you know, I'm so excited for you all to meet her because we've talked about her in print. I don't know if you've all ever listened to her talk or, or kind of heard her take on things, but it's pretty impressive. Very sarcastic, too. She is sarcastic. <laughs> well, she probably just teases you a lot. Yeah. It's easy. I know. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I accept it. <laughs> no, no. So, um... No, I mean that, though. <laughs> but I hope you enjoy listening to me talking to Whitney. She was getting ready for a college rodeo when we talked to her, and she was, she's kind of, you'll so you'll hear gates open and shut. She was bathing horses while we're talking. Um, so it was kind of a riot. I there's hope no stopping. There's No, there's no stopping. There's no stopping the hustle. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> so the, this, this Whitney DeSalvo, um, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, we I know we sure did. It, it was a blast to listen to and to visit with her and to kind of get her whole take on things. So enjoy, um, and I hope you all remember, please, I say this every time, It really, I really mean it, though, mm-hmm. leave us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes. Um, it's important for folks to, um, to leave a review so we know what we're doing right and wrong, and then iTunes will rank us a little higher so more people can listen to it. So please leave us a review, and don't forget to visit usrider.org. That is our uh, business partner when it comes to these podcasts, and they are, they've just been great for us. So thank you all. How's it going? What are you doing? Uh, I'm packing to go to a college rodeo. College rodeos. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Where is yep. the college rodeo this weekend? Sykeston, Missouri. Sykeston. Is it yep. in the same place where they have the pro rodeo? Like yeah, that? it is. Uh, we actually, uh, um, they added it this year. This, mm-hmm. this school over there, um, Three Three Rivers Community College added it. I wanted to have it there, so it's pretty exciting. It's the first time we've been there. Did you go? To, you didn't go to the pro rodeo in Sexton this year, did you? Or? No, because I didn't. Uh, I just, I just saw my permit, and that's like a card holder rodeos. I see. Did you get your permit filled? Uh, no. No. Nope. I I quit after. I guess I went. I probably went to like eight rodeos. I think. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to very many. I went a little bit. I got close. I think probably like nine hundred bucks. Yeah. So. It's just like the WPRA, right? You could just go win like another hundred next year and then buy your card. 
Yeah. Or if I want it to just stay. Yeah. I guess it's, I think it's whatever. I don't know. I don't, I haven't looked into it enough. I don't think. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've, I haven't really paid much attention to it. I kind of just like, uh, I don't know. One of those spur of the moment deals was like, yeah, I'll just buy that card and or that permit and see what happens. I didn't really put much thought into it or do much uh, investigating on it before. Yeah. <laughs> before I did it, I just kind of was like, all right, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> all right. So let's back up for a second. You got to tell me. How did you become Whitney DeSalvo? When you were growing up, what was it like? How did you become who you are today? Like, how did you grow up? Was it just you and your mom? And and, and who helped you along the way? Yeah, um, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just me, me and my mom. Uh, you know, I was we live uh, literally right next door to my grandparents, so like I'm really I was really tight with with my grandpa mm-hmm. uh, and he, he, uh, he passed away last year, but he, he was always out there. We had a, a, we had an arena at the house. That was my mom's arena when she was high school rodeo. And, and, uh, and did your, your mom roped in high school rodeo and, and uh, roped? Uh, yeah, she roped all up until she had me. I mm-hmm. kind of ruined those plans for her. I'll bet. But, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she, uh, she, um, she, this is our arena. I mean, he, he, they built it for her and one of my uncles. She has, um, two, uh, two brothers and a sister. And one of her brothers and her were the only ones that rodeoed. The other two didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And we weren't even rodeo people. I don't really know. She's never really told me the story of how it happened, but like, like none of them rodeoed mm-hmm. until them. So they kind of just did it, and my uncle rode bulls, and she roped and ran barrels and stuff. And, and then my, you know, I, whenever I was younger, I just roped around there, got the house. Actually, funny story, but my mom or my grandpa, neither one, let me, uh, I never got to run one off a horse. For a solid year, they made me rope the dummy. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Pro- that's probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. Were you roping the healing? Were you roping like a, but like the I hawks or? No, hey, I didn't sawhorse? heal until I didn't heal toss probably. <laughs> I entered my first rodeo in the breakaway when I was nine years old. So they made me rope the dummy for my whole <laughs> eight-year-old year. <laughs> um, and then I never healed the steering toss probably thirteen. Yeah. Did they let you dally at like 13 and 14? Were you dallying? Yeah. I mean, I had to, I had to figure it out. Like they wouldn't just let me just get after it. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they, uh, I had to, they dang sure made me figure it out, but I did. I had this little, um, there's this, there's this guy that used to make this dummy is a wooden dummy. It plugged in Mm -hmm. to, plugged into the wall it's called an electric roper mm-hmm. and I had one of them and I'd set a saddle up about far enough away to where my rope went on the feet like it whenever it would pull it back away from me <laughs> it would yank my rope out of my hand and I'd just dally on it <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'd sit in the garage and you and 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 rope that thing forever on that saddle like on just a 
just like a little saddle stand in there just be roping it and let it yank it out of my hand and dally and then you know the the um the old tire swing trick that everybody mm-hmm. used to use i did i used to play with that a lot <laughs> now I did you know. ever run barrels as a kid or oh, was, yeah. did you skip that you did is there no, footage I, uh i have i actually uh i popped up on my memories the other day uh pictures of me running barrels at missouri valley at the college rodeo <laughs> okay freshman year um but like in i have like I have footage and stuff from whenever I was younger, like junior high. I mean, if we're being honest, the pole bending was my thing. (laughs) Um, I ran the poles all through junior high and part of high school. But I I did it for all-around points, but I, like, loved it. My horse was really good at it. But you also couldn't haul him. You couldn't haul him, like, an hour down the road without him tearing the trailer down. So I always... Like, I usually ended up pretty good. Like, I usually was sitting around the top four, mm-hmm. which is what goes to nationals. And I never entered the state finals because if I was to screw around and, and make it, I wouldn't have ever got my horse out there. <laughs> I wouldn't have had a trailer left. So I did it for all-around points all up until the state finals, and then I wouldn't enter state finals. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, but... Yeah, I I haven't tied goats a little bit. I'm sure yeah. that uh, that ended that ended in junior high. Um, I, well, I was ten. <laughs> go ahead. No, you're good. So, like in junior high, were you already pretty sure you wanted to be one of the best healers there ever was? Or I mean, when when did you decide that you wanted to do this for I, a living? I was full fledged breakaway roper. Okay. Until about college really I mean I roped Sears but it wasn't like now like now I I'm I feel like I'm full-fledged team roper that ropes calves then I was breakaway roper 100% but what was kind of the changeover what what did it Uh, I guess uh something different I kind of got burned out I I amateur rodeoed Mm -hmm. when I was 13 14 I don't know probably up until Right before college, my mom hauled me everywhere, all over to the CAA rodeos and ARA rodeos and UPRA rodeos and stuff. I mean, we went everywhere, every weekend. I, I never stopped. And it was, I had a bunch of ups and downs because kind of had a little bad attitude there for a while. And I, I didn't really know how to ride them, you know, like mm-hmm. lows and stuff. And, and, uh, I think I just burned myself out. I went a bunch, like a lot when I was young. And I, I won a bunch in the in the breakaway. Like one year I won Joe Beavers, the Rising Stars, and the Future Stars in the same year in the 13 to 15. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I, I roped calves good then, way better than I do now, I feel like. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, it's like the older I got, the worse I got. But um, uh, I just uh, I just wanted something different. Like I felt like. Not not as much as that I peeked at it, but I I felt I, I just felt like a change, I guess. I just mm-hmm. kind of slowly went to healing more and roping calves less and and uh, ended up those two years that I I um took off from college, I didn't rope one calf. I went to the college finals in two thousand fifteen in the breakaway and didn't rope another calf until I came back to school. 
last year. Not one. <laughs> really? So, yeah. So, it's been... It's been... I haven't really not paid much attention to the change, but it's pretty decent one. Who um who helped you when you decided you were going to be a healer? Who was kind of responsible for guiding well, you? Or did you figure it out on your own and just kind of piece it together? Or? No, I... um. See, I would go mom and Lori, uh, Lori and Brandon Thone were really mm-hmm. tight. And, um, I'd already, like, I already handled my rope really good because I, I mean, I went and, uh, um, I would go this, uh, my, we have some really good friends, uh, Haroldine and Shelly McCain. He, like, he IRA rodeoed, made the IRA finals a bunch. And rope calves. So, like, he had me roping really good. Like, I handled my rope really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, one to heal. So, I got me this old horse. That was, he was just a horse. But, like, you never had to do anything. You just, you just swung your rope and healed the feet. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to Britt Buckus school. Mm. Britt Buckus and Dole Gellerman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went there and stayed. Britt stayed with Lori and Brandon for, like, a week that week that I went and I stayed with them a few days before and then went to that school and that kind of started me up. But then I don't think I ever really got it. Like I I healed, Mm -hmm. I entered and I healed, but I don't think I ever like figured out how to catch until Jackie had that all girl school with, uh, with, uh, rich Skelton. Mm -hmm. Like what? It was like five, four or five years ago Mm -hmm. at Rich's house. And that was when I was staying with Jackie a lot, and I went over there. And that's when I kind of figured out how to catch. Like, it's, it kind of made sense to me then, and it just got better from there, I think. But those two, and then just roping a bunch. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't ever just – I didn't ever go just, like, stay with somebody that healed. And I mean, I stayed with Jackie, and I stayed, I stayed with Lady a little bit, and I stayed with Jackie, but, like, I didn't go with somebody that just – Mm-hmm. All they did was heal. Mm-hmm. Those schools helped me a bunch. Yeah. Don't forget, this podcast is supported by U.S. Rider, the premier equestrian roadside assistance program in the industry. You've heard me talk about it every episode since the start. And now I want to give you a promo code so you all can subscribe and save money too. You get 14 months for the price of 12 with the promo code PC718. That is P as in Paul, C as in Cat, 718. You only get it if you're listening to the score. This is a score exclusive promo code. So head on over to usrider.org and subscribe. So for somebody, though, who doesn't like to do interviews, like you always tell me, you've kind of put yourself in a position where you have to do a lot of them. (laughs) Yeah. Are Um, you getting more comfortable talking to people about being a badass? Am I allowed to say that? I think I am. It's my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you are. But I I mean, that was probably a little over the top. But yeah, I was actually telling that one of the guys that uh, hauls with me to the college rodeos, he was... uh, we were getting shavings just a minute ago, and he, uh, I told him, I was like, you're going to have to go in, I think, you know, in case she calls me in a second. And he was like, are you nervous? Do you get nervous about this? And I was like, no. <laughs> it's much better whenever it's with somebody that you've 
that you know mm-hmm. it is with somebody. He's like, well, don't screw up. And I'll listen to that. I mean, <laughs> usually, you know, I would have been, I'd have been drawn up about it last night. <laughs> if uh, two years ago, I would have been, I'd have been throwing up or something. I don't know. I don't like it, but it's what? getting better. Good. Good. Well, what goals do you have left? I mean, you've kind of, as far as the all girls, you've won everything there is to win, correct? True. All but false. the U.S. finals. All but the U.S. finals. Are you heading at the U.S. finals this year? I, I was, but I sold my head horse, so I backed out on my partners. And then I ended <laughs> up getting, I was, I had, I was heading for Hope and Riley. For Hope? Yeah, I mean, Hope are swapping ends. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, <laughs> and Riley Smith, I was going to head for both of them. And I saw some kid, I sold my head horse to some kid and, um, I just felt bad. I was like, I don't have nothing good to ride out there to put that money up or drive all the way out there. And I, I, I didn't really have any runs. I didn't, I didn't want to, I'm, I'm in a spot in school to where I can't miss a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't been going like hardly any. And I couldn't miss two weeks like I did last year. My classes are different than it was last year. I miss, I miss like 10 days in a row mm-hmm. from the WPRA finals to the end of the U.S. finals. But my class schedule was way different. And I'm, I'm, down, to, I'm down to so like little classes left that, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't pick an easy fall semester, even though I know it's the – Worst semester for me. I barely squeak by every time. Are you in sports psychology? What's your degree in? Sports management? Exercise exercise science. Oh, exercise science. Okay. Gotcha. So, but, um, so I'm, I, um, I wanted to head there. Um, I got, I ended up getting, it sucks because I ended up getting a horse like two weeks ago. That Mm -hmm. great horse that I've rode a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up finally getting to buy him and, uh, you head on him, but they already found runs, so <laughs> I'm just not going. <laughs> maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. Who do you have at the World Series finale? Uh, honestly, I have no one. Nobody wanted you to rope at the World Series finale. Yeah, I don't. I I haven't even. I'm on the fence. Like, I don't even know if I'm if I'm gonna even go. Like, I might. They asked. They talked. Uh, Hope and Lady called me about the all girl the other day. We were talking about it. I don't really know what's going on with it. When they moved my number, all my runs changed, and I never went, and I never really tried to find it anymore, to be real honest. Do you like um, – does it bug you that your number gets raised? We've talked about this a little bit before. Is that a <laughs> – No, I mean, that's the whole reason, like, I'm going. Like, I don't want to just keep going forever and never feel like I've gotten any better. Get I mean, better. If, I mean, when it when it is – when it, I guess, deserves to be raised, then I, I, I feel like I should be raised. Um, uh, it doesn't really bother me. It doesn't scare me to be up there or have it that high, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's how I've always thought. Like, I wanted, when I was younger, I wanted to be, like, a nine. Like, I thought that was so cool. Even though, mm-hmm. like, the, the closer you get to it, the more you're like, man, you just can't rope anymore whenever you get like that. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't jackpot really, and I. It's hard to win at the World Series like that, and but um, you know, I mean, I'm still not mm-hmm. mad about it. I guess I. I mean, that's part of it. So, are you a straight seven? Seven elite. Seven elite now. Gotcha. Yeah, right after Reno, they raised me again. Mm, <laughs> so, man. Yes. So, so um, 
with like some of the all girls being capped and, and just having like limited jackpotting opportunities, you bought your permit, you have like 901 on your permit. What, what other goals are next kind of beyond the jackpotting all girl level? Um, I had plans. I roped with, uh, I roped with Dylan Rucker last year at those mm-hmm. or 10 that we went to. And, um, he and I talked about, um, circuit rodeo next year. And I think I'm going to go Great Lakes next year and go just try to make the circuit finals or, I mean, that's the goal right now is just to try to make the circuit finals and see if I can even make it out there doing all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, those rodeos are way up there in the Great Lakes. Like that's a, that's a minute from here. (laughs) Um, Well, wait, what uh, did you learn about yourself and about your healing last year when you tried it, like in those 10 rodeos, anything or? Same old, or yeah. what do you need to get better uh, at? Honestly, like, I had healed at, like, some amateur rodeos. Like, I made the amateur finals here mm-hmm. in Arkansas a few years ago, healing. So I had been, like, rodeoing. And, and it helped, like, um, it helped that, like, at the, co- the one of the partners I had last year at the college rodeos was, he was really good, and, like, everything was sharp. So I kind of got to where I could sharpen myself up. And I roped with guys a bunch that, that rodeo a lot. So I get to look at that a lot and it, it kind of speeds me up a little bit, but, um, I really had to, I mean, I had to work on being ready. I, mm-hmm. I mean, when you jackpot all the time and then you go to rodeos, you, I mean, I don't, I mean, unless like you're just some freak, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 steers. You're not going to be ready for somebody that ropes three coils back. <laughs> when mm-hmm. the neck rope comes off and so that was my biggest thing is I really had to hustle like I I didn't realize it was going to be so hard for me to transition over into that but I had to work at it like I had to practice like that every day whether it was you know if I couldn't rope with one of those guys that do that I would have like somebody like Maddie or something put it on in the chute and just like spin them back in the latch like <laughs> every like 10-15 steers a day just put it on the chute and just as soon as they, like, as soon as she got to the mouth of the box, just stick it on there and spin them back so I can mm-hmm. be ready. But um, it took me a minute, like, practicing. But at the rodeos, I was always ready. Like, we made some good runs. And I th- I messed up on one of them. I roped one leg somewhere for money. And then uh, Dylan had a little trouble at a few of them. And we didn't play, like, we didn't play some. But I didn't ever, like... I never like got my pants jerked down or mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I never messed up. Like I never messed up like my part. Like I did everything besides that one. I did everything I was supposed to do. So I, I mean, it, it worked out, but it wasn't mm-hmm. easy for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But how do you feel like your position in the industry? Like, are you self-aware? Do you ever think about like, about your role in the industry, like as a, as, as a role model for younger girls. And then also as somebody who, you know, is trying to step up and compete with the guys, do you think about your spot where you are in the industry or like, no, no, not really. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to stay afloat. <laughs> and, uh, that's awesome. You know, like, yeah. uh, I, I don't ever look at it as that's I, I was kind of thinking about that. I was actually thinking you're probably going to ask me that because, uh, <laughs> you know, at first I thought it was when I was younger, it was all about like, OK, well, who's the best girl healer at the and mm-hmm. It's Jimmy Joe or Annette. They're the highest numbered. Well, I want to be that. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, when you get to a certain point, you want to go like I, I, I got to where I, it was beyond that. Like I was beyond 
wanting to be the best girl, I wanted to be the best healer I could possibly be. Whether mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I'll ever be able to be like a ten or a nine, even an eight. I may stay here the rest of my life. I don't know, but I mean, I'm. That's not what I'm trying to do. It's not about being, you know, the top girl healer to me anymore. It was mm-hmm. whenever I was younger. But once I got to this spot, I was, I was, I was learning from those girls. I was always asking them for help. But once you get eye level with something like that, you always, you have to go, if you want to get better, you have to go out. And that's what Larry D told me. She said, she said, nobody that like, she said, I can't help you with your healing anymore than you already know. She said, if you want to be a good healer, you need to go to a, like a Jade Corkle or a Paul Eves or a, mm-hmm. a good healer. And so that's when I started branching out and realizing that I could probably be better than what I set my set the bar to for myself and and uh, the guys have been pretty yeah. receptive like jade and paul everybody's been like pretty supportive of you mm-hmm. yeah um they've helped me a bunch and like ron i i worked with ron a bunch ron's one of my favorites he he uh he ended up you know he heads at a bunch of those jackpots so we ended up roping together at the, a bunch of jackpots but i would go to his house whenever i was mm-hmm. whenever um i was over at paul's working for him and and they helped me a bunch. Like um, I went, I roped with Dakota some. Uh, I'm trying to think, Shay. I was at Shay's. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them, and they did. They, they, um, they helped me, and they didn't treat me like they didn't like back up, like treat me like oh, like this is a girl healing. Like they like talked to me like they would about, or they explained stuff to me the same way they would anybody, you know, mm-hmm. anybody else, like. Uh, they just looked at like, okay, she's on this level. Well, we're going to do it like this. Not, oh, this is a girl, so she's going to sure. back off a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it was, okay, well, she's a seven healer. So, I mean, we can we can go about things this way. And I, I really put my, my horses, uh, my horsemanship between Shays and, and like Paul's and Moats has really, uh, really changed. Like, it helped me a bunch. I figured out that roping is about 90% that and 10% where you throw your rope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and Becky has been, like, how how responsible is Becky for your you being now a 7 elite? How much did she make a difference in your roping? Um, a lot. A lot more than I ever, probably either one of us, thought she would uh, mm-hmm. she was green like she was she wasn't green but I mean she'd never been really anywhere she was good but she uh and for the people who don't have maybe haven't read everything we've written about Becky tell me just give us her, her full background there uh okay so she uh she is seven this year I got her when she was five coming six and mm-hmm. from a friend of mine here in Arkansas and uh he he started her and trained her, did everything. Sure. Uh, he uh, he jackpotted on her just a little bit, but I wanted her, and he wouldn't sell her to me. He was like, "No, you don't need her. She's not ready." Well, a few months later, I was like, "Hey, how about that horse?" And he was like, oh, "I think she's ready." Um, and he like he helped me out on her a bunch, and uh, I ended up buying her. I needed one, and. Uh, I just went. I just went to hauling her. We did have a rough patch where I didn't ride her very much, like uh, um, where I couldn't figure out. Like mm-hmm. she'd get a little bit strong, but 
um, for the most part, I, I mean, I won every time I swung the leg over, and it was because she was great. She was a great horse, but she was still just green enough. If I was to screw up, she wouldn't. Uh, she didn't read it. Mm-hmm. So she was. Re- she's real forgiving, and she still is right now. Um, she stops super hard. She's strong to the horn, and she's real fast. But she's not. She she's not one to get tight. She's not one to. You can put her wherever you want. She's gonna do the same thing. Like she doesn't. She's the same trip. It don't and, matter if you run a hundred. Um, well, when you when you when she was hurt this year, yeah. it was it was the beginning of this year, right? Uh, yeah, it was. How December, much? I guess it was right before Vegas last year. Like literally, yeah, like, two weeks before Vegas. So how did like not having her remind you how how important she was? I guess. Um. It did quite a bit, but then again, like I, I got pretty lucky with that little that little horse Tootsie Roll that I rode. At. Mm-hmm. I rode her at. I, I ended up riding her at Vegas that year, or this this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when me and Hope were like fourth high call in the twelve. Uh, yeah, and uh, she uh, um, she's good. Like you don't ever have to ride her. She's like seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never ha- I never practice on her. Like the, I think the only time I've run practice series on her was at your house before the college finals. Mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, she's the same thing. She's fast. She'll get a little tight, but she's still easy. She's just a winner. So that helped me. But I mean, I dang sure missed her. Like uh, I can't ride that horse a whole lot. Like I don't. Um, she's not a hundred percent sound. Mm-hmm. And she is older, so I don't I have to really pick and choose. Like I wrote her wrote her at the US finals. I wrote her at wrote at the US finals at Vegas. And then probably I wrote her at the Patriot and then I didn't ride her again until probably the college finals in the Healing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I felt it in the sense of I couldn't go very much with her being down. And I I all I had was her. Well, I didn't get to heal very much because I I mean I mean I don't just ride the her like run the legs off of Becky but um I could still practice on her like I can run I can run five or six for myself a day on her and she's still fine mm-hmm. this other one you can't you can't ride as much so I really it really slowed me down yeah I see well um are you now you're Roping calves and healing at the college rodeos, right? How's your season going so far? Um, me and my partner, I'm roping with uh, Slayton Taylor. He goes, he goes to school here with me, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he and I are winning the region right now. Mm-hmm. Not, by, not by much, but um, we've just we haven't we've run six and we've we've caught six steers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made a bobble or two. He's been. He's been spot on. He spun me six years to win money. I've screwed up a few of them, but um, but we still we've still managed to place somewhere at all three rodeos. So we're winning the region, and I'm I'm like top ten in the breakaway. The breakaway's real tight. Like there's fifty points separating. I'm I'm ninth or tenth, and there's fifty points separating me from first. Mm-hmm. So like it's real tight. It's been real spotty, but I actually started. When I got back from Reno, I started break er, breakaway on Becky, and that's what I've been riding. 
uh, I've always wanted to, and I've never done it. Um, I ride that little sorrel in the breakaway usually, and uh, man, she's tight, and I don't rope like I used to. I mean, I uh-huh. gotta have something real forgiving, and that little sorrel barely lets me throw. <laughs> and I mean, I look stupid. Um, so I I started roping calves on her, and man, she's good. Like she don't score the best right now because I mean, her whole life all she's done is throttle right there on the gates and stay off the corner a little bit and so I mean it's been different trying to get her to score sit in the corner and stay in my hand so I've had to work on that a little bit but in the field like you can't beat her hardly like she just she runs and lets me throw and waits until I ask her to stop she's I've won I mean I've made three Three, two, two of the three short rounds. I placed at two rodeos, and I messed up. I was just, I was one or two holes out at the last one, so I missed the barrier. But I, uh, I mean, I did everything. She's done everything right, so it's been good. Okay. All right. Well, did you get a spot in the rope for the crown in Vegas this year in the breakaway? I, I did not. Not yet. I no. I um. Honestly, LD and LD just called me yesterday and was quizzing me because she's always, always making sure I'm on top of my stuff. Like, uh, <laughs> did you did you get your two spots for the American yet, or did you, uh, did you get your WCRA deal? Have you been nominating? She's, you know, she's yeah. Have you been nominating in the WCRA? Uh, I have not nominated or entered a qualifier since Reno. Oh, I'm in there. I got some <laughs> I, I got some uh points so I'm in there in the breakaway like I'm in the top 40 or so mm-hmm. and they taken 150 so I don't see I mean it's I mean it may happen but I don't think there's even you know I don't think it's full at 150 so yeah, I think I'm think all right so right there mm-hmm. and um I I wanted any of those qualifiers that at um Reno but I decided that I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna enter another qualifier until I had had Becky going in the breakaway so I could have something that'd let me throw my rope <laughs> so she's going so I, I mean I entered the side part at the Dub Prairie finals and then Larry D has a rope in it Hamilton Sunday after the Dub Prairie finals so I'm gonna enter that one too see if I can I don't know I might I may have done right on waiting because everyone it, I mean I'm not saying it's going to be easy but it's going to be a heck of a lot easier to to get a spot mm-hmm. right now because every like Kelsey and Jackie and Cassidy and Larry and Hope and the gray girls and all that they all have their two spots they're already. filled up already yeah yeah and so I mean 90 percent of the ones that are going to be hard real hard to beat mm-hmm. have their two spots so I may, I mean, I may have timed it right. I don't know, but still got a catch, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you did good, Whitney. For somebody who doesn't like to do interviews, you really are getting good at this. Well, I'm glad you've got me practiced up. I guess. <laughs> I know. I don't leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Good. You, between you and Caitlin, <laughs> we just you know do our best. Do our best to get you ready for uh, one of these days. You're going to give up on us and like talk to real important journalists. And 
yeah, no. <laughs> y'all are y'all are the top in for me. I'm thinking I just yeah. stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> All right. Good luck this weekend. Kick their butts. Thanks. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening so much. We hope you enjoyed it, and we look forward to talking to you again next week.